Hey y'all, it's Janice here, aka J Nice on the mic, and this is Dirty Diversity, a podcast on all things diversity, equity, and inclusion. This podcast is called Dirty Diversity because in this day and age, diversity has become sort of a dirty or bad word that causes a lot of knee-jerk and negative reactions. The goal of this podcast is to dissect diversity, or lack thereof, inside and outside of companies, and also to discuss current events around equity and inclusion, as well as discussing solutions for creating a more cohesive world and workplace. My name is Janice, aka J Nice on the mic. <laughs> that was and still is my moniker on YouTube. Some of you may know I started a YouTube channel almost 10 years ago to discuss topics around race and black identity, and it seemed to really resonate with my audience. I'm also a TEDx speaker, a professor, a diversity and inclusion consultant, and a writer with a PhD in organizational psychology. Welcome to Dirty Diversity, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm so happy to have you here with me. Hey y'all, Jay Nice, Jay Nice, Jay Nice on the mic. How are you all doing out there in internet land? <laughs> it's it's we we're having some interesting times. So I'm here with another episode. I wanted to fill fill your heads with some knowledge. I think I'm really trying to use this time that we have. I think this time is in a really weird way a, a huge blessing because we are all so go, go, go. I, anyone who knows me um, personally knows I am, it feels like I'm always busy. It feels like I always have a million things to do. And of course I was disappointed because it was, you know, last week, last Monday was my birthday, March 23rd, and I celebrated it at home. And it, you know, I'm happy it wasn't a milestone birthday, but I know some people who were celebrating milestone birthdays and they were not able to celebrate it out. But that's small potatoes, as my friend Justin says. That's that's not really a big deal. You know, we get birthdays every single year. And I I just really encourage us all to look at the blessing in this really dark situation. One of the things that I'm really, really happy about and so thankful, so grateful about is the ability to really focus on self-improvement at this time, focus on bettering myself and doing things that I kept putting off. There's so much research that I need to be doing. As a professor, I'm supposed to be putting out research and I have found every single excuse in the book that I'm so busy, I'm teaching too many classes and God has made a way so that I am I have the time now. So I really want to focus on this use this time to focus and and, and be productive and I would really encourage you to do the same and productive Productivity could be getting rest. Maybe you're overworked and you're exhausted. Don't I I don't want us to feel obligated to like, you know, write the book and start the podcast and do this and do that. 
all of that stuff is fine and dandy and is wonderful if you have the motivation to do that. But I also think for some people, myself included, we just need to rest. I just need to sit myself down, rest. I've been getting my seven to eight hours. I'm so happy. And just learning how to do more at home workout at workout, excuse me, which has been a struggle for me because I do not like at home workouts. I've gotten so accustomed to the gym, to my weights, but using this time to just really be introspective. And I'm really grateful for this time. I think that my hot girl summer will not come to fruition this <laughs> this summer and and the best time in New York City is summertime so I'm very sad that um I'm not very sad but it, it's kind of disappointing that I think that all of this coronavirus covid-19 will sort of bleed into the summer and are people going to be going out who knows but I've I've come to terms with it and I'm I'm just really excited to use this time to be productive and I think that we should see the blessing in this time and and just really try to use the time wisely whether that's spending more time with our family watching Netflix whatever it is I just would you know I hope that we use this time I've been listening to more podcasts which is amazing I have some so many audiobooks I need to listen to but um so this episode this episode, I wanted to chat about this really great article. So I, um, once upon a time, I subscribed or I logged on to this website called Jopwell. Jopwell, for those of you who don't know, is like a an online platform or database for job seekers of color to find companies that are looking to hire more diverse people. So Back when, a couple years ago when I was looking for a job, I had been searching through Jopwell. And so now, even though I'm not looking for a job, Jopwell still sends me like their articles. And I happened to read one which I thought was amazing and I wanted to share. It's by um, a author named Margot Elise, and I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing uh, his or her name correctly. And um, it's called Five Ways to Build Cultural Awareness Via Remote Work. And so I wanted to share these five ways that are listed in the article. And if you're interested in reading the article, a link to it is in the show notes. So at a time like right now, it is so important that we are still trying to build a culture of awareness and inclusion and belonging. Unfortunately, what one of the one of the results of COVID-19 is that D DNI or DEI has been put again at the back burner. I think within the last 5 years, companies have really been putting a concerted focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts, and we were just starting to scratch the surface. However, now it seems like companies have uh, ample excuses not to focus on their DEI efforts, not to spend money on DEI workshops and trainings. I am evidence of that myself. I had I had three workshops that were scheduled for May and June at three different companies, and uh, these three companies have reached out to me and basically said, we're not, we're not doing any sort of DEI workshops indefinitely. So I imagine that there are so many more companies that are no longer willing to spend money on external consultants such as myself, and I, I worry that 
this will have residual impacts on the workplace and this will mean that <clears throat> excuse me companies will pause their DEI efforts and we're at a critical time when DEI efforts should not be paused and in fact they should still be continued so one thing that I have decided to do is, and I'm going to make a separate, um, a separate like three minute podcast explaining this in more detail, but I have decided to offer free diversity workshops for your company. So whoever's listening to this, if you are, if you don't know already, I do these things in New York City called Diversity Dinner Dialogues. And these are free events where I, I invite anyone to come and discuss a specific topic related to diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. The last one that we did, I it was my first virtual one. And um, so I'm willing, what I want to do during this time is offer free diversity dinner dialogues for your company. So what that means is a one hour webinar around a topic of your choosing that is in my scope of expertise. So reducing microaggressions, how to facilitate racial dialogue, how to determine the ROI of your diversity and inclusion efforts, why your unconscious bias trainings keep failing. So if you want more information, I will put a link to my website uh, a link to my website is already in the show notes, but I'll put a specific link that will take you to my speaking page where you can see some of the topics I uh, I speak on. And I am willing to do a diversity dinner dialogue in your company. The reason I'm willing to do this for free is because I'm trying to get better acclimated to doing online webinars. I've done before or prior to COVID-19, I had done a couple for companies before where they paid me to come in and do these webinars. But I feel like I want to get a little bit more familiar. And I also don't want companies to stop focusing on DEI. So I decided that I want to bring uh, these diversity dinner dialogues to your companies. So if you're interested in having me host a free diversity dinner dialogue, one hour diversity dinner dialogue on the topic of your choosing please reach out to me. My email is in the show notes at the dirty diversity podcast at gmail.com or my business email is Janice at bwgbusinesssolutions.com. So both of these emails are in the show notes. Just put in the email that you're um, share it with me where you work and just uh, put when you are looking to have this uh, virtual uh, workshop. So um, I will make a separate uh, little like two or three minute episode just announcing this um, so that I don't want, I want to make sure that everyone who would want to take advantage of this actually does. So um, I think that uh, it's really, really important to continue the DEI efforts so going back to the Joplin article, in this article, it talked about ways to that your company can still build cultural awareness amidst remote work. Because with remote work, you're not seeing the person, you're not seeing your colleagues, your coworkers. So it's a little bit more difficult to foster those bonds. But this was a very well-written article where the author explains different ways that you can still promote that sense of belonging and inclusion even while working remotely. So the first way to build cultural awareness is to host a virtual tour. 
Um, so when I did a diversity dinner dialogue last week, someone told me that their company, or maybe it was one of my students actually, who told me that their company did or does something like an MTV Cribs. So it could be like Corona Cribs or COVID-19 Cribs tour, where you have people give a like virtual tour of their, their home office or their workroom or of their kitchen. And this is a really cool way to... Um, Allow people into your world and allow people to better understand where you, who you are, where you come from. It's a good conversation starter. You might see a picture or something in someone's home office, and it's like, oh, what is that picture of? Oh, you went to this place. Oh, my mom is from this place. So hosting a virtual tour is a really great way to... Um, to create a sense of inclusion and to allow employees to get to know their colleagues a little bit better. So I love this idea. Um, you got to make sure that your your home office or whatever part of your home you're showing is clean first. <laughs> so that's the thing. You got to make sure you, you tidy up a little bit. But the second way to uh, create or build cultural awareness via remote work, according to this article, is to build a shared playlist. I love this. Um, I think that music is definitely um, a great way to join people together. I think, though, you know, this could be interesting because if someone doesn't like your type of music, I know there's a lot of people that don't listen to hip-hop that are not a fan of rap music and hip-hop. So I think that, um, but I do think that despite this, there are um, songs that transcend race and gender and all of these things and that everybody loves. One song, I think that's a good example of this, is 50 Cent in the club. When this song came out, I was actually living in Minnesota. I was living in, like, you know, West Bumble, Minnesota. It was, like, you know, kind of a really, really small town, St. Cloud, Minnesota, an hour or so outside of Minneapolis. And that song was huge on the radios back then. And, you know, thinking about it now, it's like, wow, you... Some songs just transcend everything. So I think another example of that is Lil Wayne Lollipop. I think a lot of people like that. So I think that music is a good way to bring people together, even if people don't like quote-unquote hip-hop, because I've heard people say, I don't like hip-hop, or I've heard people say, I don't like country music. You know, I'm sure there's country songs. I'm, I'm thinking of a couple from Shania Twain that everybody loved. I loved Shania Twain, that that don't impress me much, and Still the One. I love Shania Twain, and she's technically considered country. Dixie Chicks. Um, what's that song by Miley Cyrus's dad? Is that called Achy Breaky Heart? Everybody loved that back in the day. So I think that music and, <clears throat> excuse me, creating a shared playlist is a great way to bond people and to show, you know, it's a great conversation starter. Someone that you work with that you never thought would be an old school hip hop fan or Jay-Z fan or whatever might listen to Jay-Z and you'd be like, wow, I never thought you liked this music or I never, I never expected you would be into this music. So I think that it's also creating a shared playlist, sharing music is a great way to um, break down barriers. So, um, you know, just I, I think sharing with colleagues, maybe on a Friday, doing while your company's doing, I know lots of companies are doing virtual happy hours. So have a virtual happy hour, play your, play your playlist, share your playlist, create. Um, I just started using Spotify. 
a couple months ago, and I was a diehard Apple Music person, but Spotify honestly is better. I personally think it's better. So I think creating a, a, a list for the office of quote unquote appropriate music on Spotify would be really, really dope and is a great way to um, bond people together. Also making sure your holiday schedule is inclusive. And as I am recording this in a couple weeks, Easter is coming up. And, you know, who celebrates Easter? Um, After Easter, the end of April, I believe, is when Ramadan begins. So making sure that you understand these holidays, and even though we're remotely working, um, thinking about that if you have virtual happy hours scheduled. Are the happy hours, for example, scheduled during daylight hours? Because if a large portion of your uh, coworkers and your employees are Muslim, for example, they cannot participate in these coffee days or uh, happy hours or whatever. So those are things that you want to be mindful of and you want to think about. Um, so making sure that your holiday schedule is inclusive. Not everyone celebrates if you are... There's some... Um, spiritual paths that don't celebrate birthdays and don't celebrate holidays. Um, So you want to be mindful of all of these um, as well. Um, So also a fourth way to build cultural awareness is to create a weekly or bi-weekly online mixer. And this goes back to also understanding some people, um, for example, if you have virtual happy hours, some people don't drink, some people because of their different beliefs, may not, um, for example, I believe that Hasidic Jews on Fridays, there are, um, there's certain practices and procedures that they do on Fridays where they um, don't engage in technology, they don't, um, there's a number of different things that they do on Fridays, and I could be wrong, so please someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I went to school with her, I was in a um, my PhD program was someone who was um, who was a Hasidic Jew, and you know I was informed of and enlightened of these different practices that take place on Fridays, which I did not know. So just being aware of this, if you have a virtual happy hour on a Friday, if someone is of a spiritual faith that does not allow them to engage on Fridays, these are all things that you want to be mindful of. But Um, With all of those things in consideration, creating a weekly or bi-weekly online discussion is a great idea. At my university, my, um, the program, uh, the department chair has these, has us engage in these Monday morning meetings. And I think that it's a great way to just for us all to connect and just do weekly checkups because we're not seeing each other anymore. So create, I, I think it's really important during these times to create a sense of normalcy Um, and routine is really important because all of our routines have now been thrown into the air. So creating a form of, or, um, some sort of repeated behaviors is really important, especially at a time like now. And the last, uh, way that you can create uh, cultural or build cultural awareness, even via remote work, I skipped this one. So if you're following along and looking at the article, Um, I skipped this. So it's creating an internal virtual coffee date rotational program. So what it says in the article is each month have a rotational digital coffee break arrangement for coworkers. Supply gift cards for them to 
for them to go to, I think, the nearest coffee shop or allow them to expense it. This time will give them a chance to get to know each other if they don't normally spend time together. Well, you know, amid COVID-19, we're not going to coffee shops. We're, we're socially distancing. But if you have a coffee maker or have a Keurig at home, I think that having like a time when you go to make coffee or having like coffee dates with your coworkers is really cute. Um, during the day. So scheduling time for coworkers to connect and connecting with people that you wouldn't normally talk to on a regular basis is also a really great way to strengthen um, strengthen your organization. And even despite everything going on, it's a way to build a sense of camaraderie. So again, if you're interested in reading this article in detail, it is um, posted in the show notes. So that concludes episode, I think this is, I'm starting to lose track of these episodes. I think this is episode nine. So episode nine of uh, the Dirty Diversity Podcast. Look out for another like little mini short episode where I will be explaining this free diversity workshop I am offering to companies in the month of April, and I may extend it to May depending on how things go with COVID-19. If you would like to take advantage of this, please send me an email. My email addresses are in the show notes. And last but not least, thank you so much for everyone who's taken the time to review and rate this show on Apple Podcasts. I am begging you to please continue to do that if you have not done so already. What this does is it helps other people to find the Dirty Diversity Podcast. So I would greatly appreciate it if you would take two seconds to just rate the podcast and provide a very short review. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening, and I will chat with you very soon.